Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am Johnny, and I'm joined with my brothers, Ralph and CEO Hayes. Fellas, what's going on? Oh, uh, man. We're here. We That's here. all I got. That's all I got, <laughs> man. We're here, man. Yeah, we're definitely here, man. I'm tired of shit. Uh... Everybody look tired. This is gonna be an interesting episode because I have I have a rant to go on. I already know it, just off mm-hmm. our list. Um, but yeah, man, I'm 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 here to lift lift spirits of most people and crush the spirits of jerk fans. That's what I'm here for this week. <laughs> hey. I thought we do that weekly anyway, but you must have some more firepower. <laughs> I, I definitely got some heat. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you mentioned Drake, let's just, let's get right to the shits. Um. Drake dropped a freestyle, quote unquote, um, called Behind Bars. Uh, he actually dropped it on what's called Link Up TV, which is a British a British rap channel. Um, and it was recorded to apparently it was recorded two days before Scorpion actually dropped. Um, I let's just get right to it. What did you guys first Listen, of all? What did you guys think of the freestyle? This shit was garbage, and I'm tired of people wanting to label everything <laughs> a freestyle that's clearly not a freestyle. When you have a chorus that you're repeating in your rap, it's not a freestyle. Um, so let's just establish that it's not a freestyle. <clears throat> Secondly, the the voice in which he rapped it in really sounded like he just hated life. Like it really sounded like he I don't know, and this is why I have this theory. I figured out this whole Kanye West and Drake thing. The reason why he has more bars for Kanye West than he has for Drake is Drake is a scorn lover. Him and Kanye West had something going on. Drake, I'm going on record by saying this. Drake is a scorn lover right now. Kanye broke Drake's heart. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, I will, I will go on record by saying this. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Um, I only saw like an Instagram clip, which is what, maybe 30, 45, I mean, 45 seconds, something like mm-hmm. that, right? Um, not really anything worth my time. Uh, it sounds like it was Caribbean Drake uh, or British Drake, whatever. You know, he morphs into so many uh, nationalities and uh, things like that. So I don't really know what to take him seriously. I thought it was, you know, reggaeton Drake. And I was like, okay. Because reggaeton, reggaeton, uh, reggaeton Drake wasn't on the album, if you didn't notice. <laughs> Usually that's kind of his thing. You know, right. he kind of, you know, jacks, you know, reggae songs and just, you know, <laughs> puts his vocals over. So... I have nothing. After all of that, I have nothing. Right. We all know that Drake is the Shang song of rap. And after I I listened to this freestyle two times, I realized that he was really doing like a British United Kingdom type of accent. And then when I read that he did this quote unquote freestyle on a British rap channel, it all made sense to me. Why? Why is Drake? Why is Drake rapping? Sorry. Why is Aubrey rapping in a British accent? He's the biggest cultural appropriator in history. He doesn't. And this goes back to what Pusha said. The dude's not comfortable in his own skin. So every time he's around a different group of people, he has to assimilate to what they are. He probably didn't even realize he was doing the British accent because he's a fucking follower like that. He's He's an actor. Facts. The greatest rapper, actor, no shade to Will Smith, the greatest rapper, because <laughs> this man does not break character. Like, that's why he's better than Will Smith as being a rapper, actor. No, nothing? Okay. This man literally, <laughs> this man literally ended the shit, ended the shit by saying, I don't go, I don't go tit for tat, and that's that, or some bullshit like that. I'm like, sir, just, just stop. Just stop while you're ahead, okay? Did Drake go to Juilliard? Because I'm not dropping this actor shit. Like, I feel like, <laughs> 
he is the greatest troll of us all. Like he is the biggest set tripper since Tupac, and we just let it happen. Tupac was from Oakland and Jersey Baltimore. And, and Baltimore, like <laughs> New York, like he's from everywhere, and it just happened. Same way with Drake, we just allow Drake to be from everywhere, and it's okay. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. He said it. Yeah, he gave us that out the gate, and everybody was okay with it. Right. Like. <laughs> At least he stays true to his word, I guess. But this y'all king. Not us. Not anyone here on this they panel. But this y'all king. Get the fuck out this, of here. Well, I guess we all have come to the consensus that this shit was trash. Absolutely. Hey, Aubrey, don't ever rap in no British accent again, bro. Like, just just chill. Stick to the women joints and the fake the fake beefs and I guess you'll be all right, but don't don't rap in a British voice no more, man. He makes a great day party soundtrack. Like if you want that, like a day party hit list, Drake got you. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's Stay it. Lane, bro. Stay <laughs> lane, that's it. All right, we we off that. Um, next, uh, to talk about one of Aubrey's comrades, um, there was a bill a billboard sighting that I guess hints at the Carter Five dropping soon. Um. I actually read up on this and found out that the billboard was a fake. It was a Photoshop. It was a Photoshop billboard um, for uh, it was like some food service out in California. I think Postmates uh, or some bullshit. Uh, it, and it was the original billboard said F is for food. And then somebody just Photoshopped it and said F is for five. Like the V, I think. That makes dope. sense. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, there was a creative, but Baby has been on record from saying that the Carter Five is coming out this year. So Baby has said that. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so you know, even though Lil Wayne's not signed to Cash Money anymore, I tend to believe him. It seems like they've met, um, they've rebuilt their relationship or whatever. He's also been seen being in the studio with Lil Wayne. So if he says the Carter Five's coming this year, I'm gonna believe it right now, and I'm I'm, I'm still excited for it. Are we trusting Birdman though? Like even after all the shit. And, and he's still a good businessman. I was about to say when he releases the album, it comes out on time. Is the Carter Five on Cash Money? No, going to be on Cash Money. No. But if he if he says it's coming this year, I believe him. He's not yet. <laughs> yeah. True. And we we're when it does drop, it'll definitely be finished. It won't be any re releases. It won't be like any bad vocals and shit like that. So, are we excited for it though? Like y'all excited? Until uh, the first single drops and it's trash, I'm excited. <laughs> I would I would say that too because like the the latest thing I've heard from Lil Wayne was his verse on the Freeway Project I was telling y'all about and that was dope like that was I'm like okay Wayne I see what you was doing Wheezy no I said Wheezy I actually called him Wheezy when he rapped that yeah because he actually earned that um so until then yeah I'm I'm excited I'm not excited I mean I'm definitely going to listen when it come out but I'm I'm not I'm not excited for a 2018 Lil Wayne project. I'm just Johnny not. hates everything. Johnny, Johnny, you don't like no projects. The only the only project I have ever heard Johnny legit sound excited for was Saha the Prince. That's it. All right. So for our next topic, uh, let's talk about Chris Brown. Uh, you guys heard about him being um arrested in Florida. Um, he has since pled not guilty to a felony battery charge. Um, on a photographer that he, I guess, assaulted. Um, the photographer suffered injuries to his face, and the incident was captured on a video by security um, at the club where it happened. Um, I mean, what what y'all think? What's going on with Chris? Man, Christopher Maurice Brown is a grown ass man with a daughter. 
I have no sympathy for him. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but this is the thing. I hate people that run to the, oh, well, look at him. He's he's back in trouble again. Like, hey, man, shut the fuck up. Who cares? Like, he, like, the thing that made him most disliked is not even the Rihanna stuff. Like, I think people had just kind of grown past that. It was like what he did with this, uh, his ex-girlfriend Karuchi and the other stuff like he just stayed in the news so it's like he built this bad boy image off of the fact that he did do jail time most in, you know most rappers don't do jail time Chris Brown did but you know I'm off that but it's just it's just interesting how people run to the rumor mills and to like to like antagonize or just talk bad about a celebrity when they're down like or when he does dumb shit like, I think the dumb thing in this situation was, this was two years ago. He could have easily cleared this up legally. He has the money. He has the resources. That's why I fault him at. Let's, let's think about this, right? Now, still fucked up, he assaulted this photographer, paparazzi, whatever. But when when is the paparazzi going to leave celebrities alone? Like, what person wants to have... A, another person just in their face with the camera all the time like i understand b- being a celebrity that kind of comes with it but at the same time it's like when are you going to respect a person's space like we're just talking about this particular incident here oh, okay okay i don't know man i honestly i i really don't know it is it's interesting because the paparazzi are always going to be there like you always have to get these candid shots of people and sell them to the highest bidder that's that's the game man and then think think about it like this. What if Chris Brown actually asked the per asked this guy, like, you know, could you just maybe Chris Brown was like really stressed or something this day this day, the day that it happened, and he was like, you know what, bro, I know you want to take your pictures, but I'm really not in the mood. Can you just, you know, just chill, like chill out? And then what if the photographer was harassing him? Would that change the narrative of this at all? No, because it's always on his onus is always on the celebrity, especially when you have a check and pass as Chris Brown. You never get leeway from anybody. And that and that's what I was going to say. Also, it's more so about the fact that it's Chris Brown um, of why it's never going to get off his back because Chris Brown now has this stigma attached to him. Uh, and I will say most most of it is self-inflicted. It is because of things he did in the past. But mm-hmm. that, that goes into the larger problem of in of everyone. Right, he was wrong for what he did. Let's let's say this, Carucci, yes. Rihanna, he was wrong. Yes, but people do grow. He, like you said, the man is only twenty nine. That means back when the Rihanna thing happened, what was he like nineteen? Ten years ago. Yes. Was that was and, that, damn? That was ten years ago. Yes. yes. And so damn. people like no one, no one, no one on this planet is the same person they were at nineteen that they are in their thirties. No one Thanks. is. So let's 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 give him. Not, not, not forget, but let's let give the man a chance to be someone different than who he was when he was 19. And this paparazzi thing, fuck every celebrity eventually gets aggressive with the paparazzi, right or wrong. But I'm sorry, if you have anyone sticking a camera in my face 24 7, shit's gonna get real. And we, right. we, we forget that with these celebrities. I think people have feel like such an entitlement to know and see what's going on in celebrities' lives that it's like, how dare you not. What the paparazzi around? How dare you throw them? The- fuck that! Get the fuck out my face! Let me live my life. So I'm a person. I'm a. Oh my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. I'm just like celebrities are literally people. 
just like us three, we're sitting here on Skype right now talking. Like we're regular people. Chris Brown, even though he is quote unquote a celebrity, he is just a person. No person wants to have another person follow following them around taking pictures all day. Like the man would like to just live and do what he wants to do. He would probably want to just go to the store, pick maybe pick up groceries. I don't know the man's eating habits, but you know, he wanted I'm sure he wants to do regular shit sometimes and not have people in his face taking pictures. Like, come on. What's that's up? just like, a that's just a basic human right that everyone should right, be able to exactly. have. It's privacy. Yeah. Exactly. So I hope I hope this I hope he gets over this whatever you know what's happening now. I hope he gets over this case soon because this this whole situation is just really unfortunate. Paparazzi, just leave celebrities alone. Like if you're gonna take your pictures, take them from a distance. Don't be close enough to where the celebrity can get to you and physically assault you. Because if you in his face, what do you expect him to do? Just be okay with it? No, mm-hmm. no. And then this is affecting his money in a way because he's on tour. That was at a tour stop where he got arrested. They they at least waited to after he performed, like after right. he tired himself out. Right, <laughs> you know? they rushed the stage. Well, they didn't. Well, I mean, shit. In that case, do you want an unruly crowd or do you want just Chris Brown tired? Like you know, let him perform. Right. They didn't want. They didn't want a, a NWA a situation. Pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, fellas. So in 2018. There have been there have been many albums to drop, clearly, but there have been a lot of great albums to drop this year. So I was thinking to myself, because there have been so many great albums by big names that dropped this year, what are like some of the sleeper albums of 2018 that you guys have heard that you would want to share with the listeners? Because a lot of there have been a lot of great albums to drop this year that have been overshadowed by the J Rocks, the Nipsey Hustles, um, the good music joints that dropped. So, what are some of you guys' sleeper albums for 2018? I like to throw this one out there first. Um, you know, battle rappers have a stigma of not making good music, right? Yes, like, pretty you know, pretty fair uh, stereotype for most battle rappers. But I like to throw this Aver from uh, St. Louis. Not it's not even no home body shit. Like I just listened to it. The shit is fire. But the album is called Bliss. It's 10 songs, 28 minutes. So, you know, roughly, what, two and a half minutes per song, something like that? Yeah. Pretty much. But Verb is talking some shit. Like, some real shit. Like, life shit. And the beats are good. Like, he has only two features on here, which are just pretty much like uh, R&B people just, you know, singing the hooks. Mm -hmm. He pretty much handles everything on here. And the album is solid from top to bottom. Is that that on Apple Music? Yep. Cause I keep, I listen to it. I keep hearing. I well, I keep seeing people talk about it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, like well, I think we both probably follow a verb on Twitter mm-hmm. where he, you know he's he's very entertaining on there. But he's retweeting everybody saying this. I'm like, I right. let me check it out. <laughs> but I mean, it's 28 minutes. Like I powered through 45 minutes of Kanye. Madula Bogata. Like I, I listen to that shit. I can listen to a battle rapper. Like you know, I can listen to somebody that actually tries to make a cohesive song. Right. So yeah, that was one. That was one album I had. I let y'all go. That's what's up. Mine is actually Jericho Jackson, and the name of the album is Crisis in LZR. Jericho Jackson. Um, this is a album for any hip hop heads. Um, any if you like old school like '90s hip hop, this is the album for you. Um, 
I, I, anyone who hasn't listened to it, I, I say go listen. Uh, I think I if I told you, I think I asked both you guys to check it out before, haven't I? Maybe I'm no. tripping. No, this is my first time hearing about this one. Yeah. Definitely check out the album, man. And then my second one, my uh, runner-up, is uh, Nick Grant, Dreaming Out Loud. Mm, Dope. Yeah. Dope. Uh, Straight. So I, I have one. The one album that I feel like is... I personally feel like it's contender for album of the year um, that's been overshadowed by everything else is Sky Zoo. I don't know if you guys oh, are familiar with him, yes. mm-hmm. but in, in celebration of us is the title of the album. Um, this this album is 15 minutes and it's an hour and 11 minutes. But this this album isn't bar heavy, but it's full of stories. It's like storytelling at its finest and its purest in hip hop. And I just want to highlight a couple tracks first track is called love is love the beat is amazing and he's basically talking about loving loving certain situations and loving people as if they were other situations or other people it's it's a great like metaphorical type of type of song mm-hmm. and then the other song i wanted to highlight is it's called hoodie season and season is spelled S Z N. And this song, uh, again, the production on this whole album is is dope. But these two specific songs, the production is is immaculate. Um, and this song kind of tells the stories of basically young black men getting getting gunned down, as has happened um, in the past. You know, shit. When was my Brown was about five five years ago? It wasn't. That was two. It was two thousand thirteen. 14 no it might have been 14 my bad yeah so yeah but but it it basically tells the stories of young black men that get that get gunned down and what we can really do to try to prevent or try to help the families of those individuals so though those two songs are dope the whole album as a whole is is dope but i just wanted to highlight those two songs so oh, yeah. in celebration of us sky zoo everybody should definitely check that album out Oh, yeah, and I got another one. Like, I don't know if this is considered a sleeper, and y'all might kill me for this. But uh, Tory Lane's Memories Don't Lie, Don't Die. Uh, this is actually, like, to all the Aubrey fans, like, that, like, enjoy that rap, like, singing shit and messed all in together. Tory Lane's does it better. Like, considerably better. Like, where you actually kind of appreciate it. It's not like, like, a, uh, what's my guy that was on that Nas song? Uh... The day comes, the night falls. But I'm oh, on shit. Yes. Quine, yes. It's not like it's not like that rap singing, but it's like Drake rap singing. But I feel like Drake took his style. Like I see why they was beefing all these years. Cause yeah. Drake doesn't like Drake sounds like this guy here, but it's like I don't know who to say who took whose style. They both in Toronto, so I don't know. But either way, this just comes off a little bit better and more genuine. The song is I mean, the album is an hour and ten minutes, so it's like you see, 50, you see 18 songs, you be like, huh? But before you know it, it's over. Hour and 10 minutes is not that long, especially to me if the music is actually good. So I think Tory Lanez did a good thing with this album. Cool. That's what's up. I still haven't, I still haven't checked it out yet, but I, yeah. I plan to. I've been kind of like talking about it all year. It's like, I I know the stigma that Tory Lanez has for some strange reason. People are like, man, I want to hear that little ass nigga. <laughs> hey, Ain't better than the Aubrey. Right. And I I think in Tory Lane's case, he was like he was a writer for a long time. Like he he had his style. And I think he wrote for Drake at some point. And, you know, Drake was already out in the mainstream. So I think because Drake was already out in the mainstream with Tory style and then Tory came after, 
Drake, I feel like people think Drake took Tory style. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like Tory Lanez just because he has LeBron's hairline. But other than that, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a fraction of the size of LeBron, too. He's like Man. mini LeBron. He's <laughs> like 5'3". Five, five, <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh. I feel like I'm 5'3 sometimes. But anyway. You are not that short. I... It's, Anyway, let's let's keep it. <laughs> right. Stop it. Stop it. Man. <laughs> All right. So, oh, as as the oh, listeners know, we have oh, been shit. doing <laughs> a classic album, a classic rap albums. Oh, bracket. <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I was all good. It's all good. <laughs> so a, co- a couple weeks ago, we started out with how, how many albums did we start out with? Like eight, sixteen, sixteen. Oh, we started 16 out with sixteen album. albums. We are now down to four, and we have the number nine ranked or number nine seeded prime versus the number 12 seed, Get Rich or Die Trying. And then we have the number two seed, Good Kid, Mad City, versus the number three seed, Ready to Die. Listen, <laughs> it has been, these, this bracket has been tough. It has definitely been tough. Um, Man, who who wants to take this first? Who wants to take this first one first? I'm not trying to die. Okay. Man. I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I'm with the shits. I'm with it. So, in Prime versus Get Rich or Die Trying, right? Over the past few weeks, we have talked about how much Get Rich Get Rich or Die Trying kind of brought back gangster rap in the early 2000s and brought it back hard and how... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? How... I guess just how great it was at that point in time. And then we have Prime, which is just like the most lyrical album to come out probably in the 2010s. One of the most lyrical albums to come out in the 2010s. It's like, which way do you go? It's At this point, it's really a matter of personal preference, to be honest, because you have one album that when it came out during that time frame, it was the greatest gangster rap album and 50 was probably one of the greatest artists or the greatest artist at the time that it dropped versus another album that lyrically can stand up to any any lyrical album at any period in hip-hop to be honest if you really if you really want to go there so with all of that being said i personally have to go with the more lyrical album so i'm going prime i will get richard out trying all right well that's the way to start off i'm gonna go next all right, so for everything Johnny said, I agree with. Most of my points are the same. Um, but this goes back to the thing that we talked about in the last episode. It's impact versus like personal enjoyment. And and the impact to get Richard Die Trying cannot be argued at all. I, anyone who would argue that is an idiot. So we're not gonna argue that. That's not we're not gonna argue at all. But I think what 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 the point of conversation is, is that Prime didn't have the mass appeal. The lyrics, the sound, all of that we love, but that's that's in a sense subjective because not everyone goes for that in music. Everyone has a track off Get Richard Die Trying. We could stop probably any person, white, black, red, doesn't matter, ask them about Get Richard Die Trying, they'll probably have a thought on it. If we brought a prime to to any random person on the street, it's what? A 70-30 chance that they may know it, 70 that they won't? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I might yeah, I might have to agree with that. So my vote for this, I'm going the route of impact because not and in general, I wouldn't argue this, but the impact of get Richard die trying was so huge that 
I enjoy Prime more, but I think Get Richard Die Trying deserves to go forward on this one. So mm. that's my vote. Yeah. Um uh, well right. let me let me uh cast my vote. Uh, Prime is a, a great, great album. And it's one of the more recent albums that we've, you know, put on this list. I think it was yeah, yeah, it's the, it is the most recent album, right? Mm. I think so, just out of all, all out of all of them. I believe this is I think this album and twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive came out the same year. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. But I don't, it, it's funny because we, we think it's a classic and we're, you know, ba- well enough balanced hip hop is to where we can appreciate what prime is and what it signifies, you know, DJ premier Royce, the five, nine getting together, kind of reminisce of the game star, that type of thing. But I don't know if it has the same mass appeal of get rich or die trying. Like Get Rich or Die Trying really is a pinpointed album in hip hop. Like you really, it's a focal point. Like you can go back to that point and say Get Rich or Die Trying came out in what two thousand three. Like, and we know this and we appreciate it. Um, Prime is just another great lyrical album, and that's not a, a slight to it. That's just what it is. It's just like you know a little speed bump. You know, some minor. I don't think people really appreciate it on a grand hip hop scale. So in that regard, I'm going to get Richard Die trying for the pick. Damn. All right. Wow. I didn't expect that to go forward with, with the, what this panel is. I really didn't. But <laughs> I didn't either, to be honest. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Dope. All right. So for our next one, our next semifinal uh, match, <laughs> we have Good Kid, Mad City. Versus Ready to Die. Who's taking? I'll it bite first? the bullet on this one. All right. So probably the two most technically perfect albums on this list. Will we agree to that? Like, yeah, they're perfect albums. Damn near both classics in their own right. Um, Puffy, Puff Daddy, uh, and and Dre uh, pr- produced on the album, even though Dre wasn't. Didn't produce all the tracks on Good Kid, Man City. He did have a heavy influence into it. Um, and I actually think that Kendrick and Notorious B.I.G. are more similar than people give them credit for. Because they were both able to fuse what they love in music and make it mainstream. Now, Biggie did do mainstream songs and have his lyrical hits. So they were separate. Kendrick's find a way to, to meld the two together. Um, but for me... Good Kid, Mad City has to get the win here because I just feel like it's a more perfect album. Like I, I'm sorry, I can sit there and listen to Good Kid, Mad City anytime, any place, anywhere, and it's just so funny because in the most recent episode of The Awakened Soul, you know, I had someone on who who <laughs> said that Kendrick was overrated, so he's probably just going crazy right now. But I'm sorry, I think, and that's not to say that I necessarily think Good Kid, Mad City is the better album, um, but I think I think the highs of Ready to Die. Are, are higher, but a lot of that may be nostalgia. Maybe because I've lived with these songs most of my life. But Good Kid Man City, I think, is going to stand the test of time. And I think um, it was a great like foot in the door for Kendrick Lamar. Um, I think it's a perfect album. So that's my vote. Okay, I'll jump in because I don't want to make this hard on Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so with these two albums, right? I love I love both of these albums. Um, Kendrick Lamar's uh, arguably his best work. Right. I think people would say that uh, ready to die is, I think, Biggie's best work. <laughs> you know, you only have really two albums to, you know, uh, rate him on. Um, ready to die is like a quintessential hip hop classic. I think you can get most people to agree that 
Biggie was ahead of his time. A lot of the production just kind of worked for what he was trying to convey. Uh, the storytelling was ahead of his time, like on Warning. And then he only had one feature on his album, Method Man. Like, <laughs> I, I can't pick against that, no matter if it is Kendrick. And to that point of your mans that was on the Wake and Soul, like, I, I, I agree, but I don't agree. Like, cause I made the point last week, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Kendrick was overrated. It was just the lack of quality of music at the time, but I wouldn't say Kendrick's overrated. I think Kendrick is good. I think he's right where he needs to be, but it's just with <laughs> the lack of music at the time, you know, 2012 was like, ah, okay. 94 in hip hop. Woo. Like we can talk about what happened in that year. That's, that's just me. So me, I'm going ready to die. That's some shit. He 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 I, knew what he was doing, man. He, he wanted did, to put, he, he did, wanted to turn he the heat up on you. That's what's up. Um, it's only only one of these albums you can literally. Well, for me at least, mm, maybe I don't want to say that. Hmm, I'll say it. Only one of these albums you can really pick up and listen to at any time. Both of these albums have pristine storytelling. Um, but only one album tells a complete story from beginning to end. And I feel like that will last the test of time in hip hop, to be honest, longer than the other. I'm going to go with Good Kid, Mad City. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I agree with you, Pick, but your explanation was bullshit. <laughs> 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 like, it's going to last longer than Ready to Die. Man, we still talking about this, and that was in 94. I'm, listen. <laughs> Damn, was that 94? Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can pick your album, but I don't rock with that explanation, bro. Like,. <laughs> And there's there's going to be a point where like right now we're all like early 30s, right? Yeah. There's going to be a point where all of us, even the people that are older than us in hip hop pass on mm -hmm. after all of us go away. And then we have the younger cats come up. I don't I, I'm not sure if Ready to Die will have a more lasting impact than Good Kid, Mad City. Well, that's like us saying paid in full as I because we're a different generation. Same concept. I didn't grow up on Paid and Full. It's what you grow up on. Technically, we didn't grow up on Ready to Die either. We were fuck. How? It was eight. <laughs> right. Like I wasn't. I wasn't really listening to. I wasn't. I wasn't listening to hip hop at eight years old. I was, I was fucking Super Nintendo. <laughs> shit. I wasn't really into that shit at eight. Depends. But I do. I respect it as the great album that it is, though. I mean, hey, because you know, in retrospect, you go back and listen to the greats. So, oh, facts. Yeah. So I, I'm not arguing that. It's just like, mm, nah, I don't know. Damn. <laughs> but hey, it's it, it's in there. We got so, we got the final set. The finals. We have good. Oh shit! In the finals, we have Get Rich or Die Trying versus Good Kid, Mad City, which will be revealed. The winner of this entire bracket will be revealed at the Breaks live show, July 21st, Herb, Herb Arts. Let's say next week. Let's say for the next week. I don't want to announce this in a live No, nope, no, nope, we got to do it, man. That's the whole purpose of this. Because these people, these live shows going to kill us, man. Man, it's going to be tough. Like, I'm going to have to think about this. It's going to be tough. Um, and just so the listeners know, there will not be an episode of the Breaks Radio next week in preparation for the live show. Um, we'll be back the week after. Um, the live show will not be released as an episode, just so you guys know. So Gotta just want to throw that out there. I'm about to say you had to be there. Yeah, man. 
um, is going down. So get your get your tickets, man. Get your tickets because we were t- well at the time of this recording. We we're like what ten days away, yep. nine ten days away. Ten days. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see everybody that's gonna show up. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a good time, man. James Bigo coming through. King King Skrilla coming through. Our brothers will be there. We're gonna be, you know, be a ratchet good time. Man. Which I just I unveiled my shoes for the live show. Did y'all see it? Yeah, I saw it. It's lit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is this is gonna be crazy, man. This is gonna be crazy. I can't I can't wait, man. All right. So before we sign off, uh lead the people with your social media social medias so they know where to contact us. Man, I'm the mind of Ralph on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Period right. point blank. I'm CEO right. Hayes. C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. And I am J-O-N, two underscores, and the letter B on Twitter. And you can follow the podcast page on Twitter, The Breaks Radio. And um, we'll see y'all on July 21st, man. We can't wait. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we out. Out. We out. Peace. Yeah. It's now you know the reason why I'm private. True friendships, I've been deprived it. It's painful when them knives get thrown in your back by those you run in the pack with. Who's active in making the right track shift up under your feet? They fraudulent, so it's no wonder deceit. Is there whether the outcome is that you want to defeat? I always felt someone who's true would be loyal to them beneath the soil. That's if you boil ramen noodles or you royal. No need for crying over spoiled milk that's spilled. Cause everybody isn't built to see the error in their guilt and treat you fairly instead. So we not cut from the same cloth and they hanging by a very thin thread. I need a true friend. Not the one with misleading surprises Cause that's a fake relationship involving enemies needing disguises I need true friends And if you feel the way I feel, throw up your two hands Same niggas that you drink with and you blue gangs Be the same niggas that'll try to knock you off your path where your shoe lands And force you to come up with some new plans Damn I need true friends, not the one with misleading surprises Cause that's a fake relationship involving enemies needing disguises I need true friends, and if you feel the way I feel, put up your two hands. Same niggas that you drink with in your blue games. Be the same niggas that'll try to knock you off your path where your shoe lands. And force you to come up with some new plans. Then, man, I don't want...